Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Nurturing You Podcast, and I'm your host, Malin Yamone. The Nurturing You Podcast is all about self-care, self-love, mindfulness, and you guessed it, all things nurturing you. Sit back, relax, and let's talk about nurturing you. Can you do me a favor? Head on over to Instagram and like our Nurturing You page. Hey, hey, y'all. It's your girl, Marlene Yamone, and we're back with episode two of the Nurturing You podcast. So this week, we're going to talk about building a self-care plan. So what's a self-care plan? Why do you need a self-care plan? And what are the benefits of having one in place? Will be our topic of discussion. So I hope y'all had an amazing weekend. Mine was kind of terrifying, but nonetheless, we got through it. So I'm going to give you this story that leads or is a segue into episode two and building a self-care plan. So over the weekend, I want to say like Thursday, um, <laughs> like life just kind of to get really weird. So Thursday, I want to say, yeah, it was Thursday because Friday was the new moon. So Thursday, I had my granddaughter. We came home and we played and things like that. Had a really good evening. I wake up Friday morning. And no, so it wasn't Thursday that I had her. I had her Tuesday. But anyways, so again, uh, I know what it was. So I was on a conversation with a good, good friend of mine and he had my attention. So um, I blame me losing my keys to being on the phone with him and being engaged. Like I really don't know where I put my keys at. So I woke up Friday morning, couldn't find my keys and I was spazzing. So like that kind of set the tone of the day and like... (sighs) I was trying to like overcome this, right? Like be in a positive space. I'm going to find my keys. Um, You know, I was just speaking like affirmations to myself. Like you'll find your keys. Your keys are near. They're not far. Like let go of the energy that you're holding on to it. They're just keys. Like just all the positive things that could, you know, give me a boost or whatever. So I'm going through the day still kind of frustrated. Like I'm really not owning this positive space because I'm thinking of like having to rekeep keys and how much is this going to cost me? Um, I don't want to put out the extra money to rekey my keys. And along with the fact of like, how the fuck do I lose my keys in the house? Like this shit just doesn't make sense. So yeah, that was Friday. And I mean, it was just a long day in general. So Moving on to Saturday. Saturday was work. I got to go to a really nice women's retreat and hang out with some phenomenal women that are educators. They allowed me to give them chair massage. And we talked about all things of life, like from men and dating to um, what our visions are for 2020. Like it was really cool. The conversation was amazing. So I get back home Saturday night. I'm kind of exhausted because I've been working and getting like little, 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 little bit of sleep here. So um Saturday night my daughter goes out and she comes back in the house so it's kind of late and I'm like you know telling her make sure the door is locked and she's like all right my the door is locked y'all listen <laughs> so about 2 a.m um I hear this big thump and so I kind of sit up like and let my eyes adjust and next thing you know like someone flips my light on in my room like what the fuck right like someone flips my light on and I don't know who the fuck this is anyways so it's this dude I want to say the Spanish guy and he is like 
plaster like you can tell he is like drunk out of his mind so i'm like trying to like i don't want to agitate him right i don't know if he's going to be combative i don't know if he he you can tell he doesn't know where he's at so i'm like dude like this isn't your home um can i get you to leave the apartment like i need you to go like you gotta go so in the midst of all of this i don't know if he's gonna do anything so i tell my daughters i'm like look lock your door don't come out if shit gets crazy in here just call 911 matter of fact <laughs> i'm calling 911 right so the dude goes into the bathroom and then he leaves out the bathroom and he walks out the front door so i lock the front door because again i don't know who the fuck this is so he's still trying to get into the apartment because he thinks this is his his home clearly um but I can just tell like he wasn't necessarily in my eyes I didn't feel uh that he was a potential threat I just could tell that he was disoriented and that he was drunk um and he thought he was at home so I call the police and I let them know like hey look there was a guy that was in my apartment I think he has the wrong apartment can you send somebody because he's still trying to get in so they come and they escort him home um excuse me they come in and they escort him home he lives like in the next building over and again like I said he was drunk he did not violate me he did not um destroy anything in my home he just startled the fuck out of me like talking about terrifying as fuck but at the same time still in that moment of um adrenaline like I was able to see and like not go wild and go left and it, it becomes just the worst situation or an altercation so yeah that was a hell of a night so a lot of emotions like a lot of emotions that came up with this because um like a part of me felt like I should have gotten up and checked the door to make sure that the door was locked after she had came home but then at the same time like this is our home and she was the last person in and she needs to take you know her responsibility to make making sure that the door was locked as well so um and then it's like it was scary like because I didn't you know they're protection like I didn't have I don't have a gun I don't keep a knife or anything beside my bed so that makes me like readjust um making sure that I have something of defense in case this ever happens again or you know if it's another situation where I need to defend myself like I need to have something here um two like it kind of made me think of like oh if I had or that was three <laughs> if I had a guy like how would this have went down if my dude was here or if me and my partner lived together like what would that experience have looked like um and then just you know me realizing that I was willing to shield myself um for my children which is what I'm, I'm supposed to do anyway but like at that very moment like I reflected back and I was just like damn like do whatever to me but they still have a life to live and um I want them to see that you know if something would would have popped off or if it had turned left in the situation so um that takes a lot of of I don't want to say it's it's a lot of courage like um I <laughs> I cried about it because I was just like damn like that was strength like I don't want anything to happen to my babies like at all so yeah um hmm. but being the strong one like having to be strong also made me feel like I don't always want to be strong like even like in my kids eyes like I want them to see me as being like this vulnerable mother where I can break down and I can cry um I can share with them when you know I'm not happy about things or when life is becoming overwhelming that I can let this down like I don't have to put this facade on for them to show them that yes um mommy has it all put together because mommy doesn't like mommy <laughs> mommy is human just like everybody else and this shit gets hard sometimes um you know, but at the 
the same time, yes, I want them to see the qualities and the strength of me. Um, but I just don't want to have to carry that load every day. So, yeah, we're here. And um, I felt like this would be a good way for me to lean in and talk about like what a self-care plan is. Because after that incident and losing my keys and spazzing over the weekend, um, you know, I felt as though I needed self-care. Like I needed like a self-care plan. Um, and I used to have one and that the one that I had doesn't necessarily fit with where I am right now. So here we are talking about the self-care plan, right? So what is a self-care plan? A self-care plan is anything that makes you feel good. And when I say anything, I mean anything. And this relates to all areas of your life, your professional, your personal, um, your spiritual, your emotional, and your psychological like health is where your self-care plan comes into play so a lot of times what I like to do is I like to ask myself what do I need and this relates back to episode one as far as um the four tips and the tools that I gave you so if you haven't checked out episode one and you're just tuning in to episode two go back and listen to episode one um I give some tips and some tools as to how to incorporate self-care into your daily life and so asking yourself what you need is the beginning step um sit with that question and allow those answers to flow in and once you have those answers honor them like do the work that your body your mind your spirit is requesting of you to incorporate self-care so a self-care plan allows you to manage your stress and it identifies what triggers or what is causing your stress so um i know a lot of my friends have jobs that require a lot of them and they you know usually say that they're ready to get off of work or sometimes they can't stand their jobs once they're off, it's just like they're drained. And usually that's because they're not releasing what they're carrying from work and they're bringing it home. So another tip that I like to give my friends, family, my clients is that we leave work at work. And when we come home, our home space is dedicated to our family, it's dedicated to ourselves. Like we don't want to bring that energy in because that energy is already causing us stress. So why are we bringing that stress home too? So if you can possibly take that time to decompress, whether it is giving yourself 15 to 20 minutes of sitting in your car, like I am famous, <laughs> famous for this. Like before I go in the house with my children or even before I go in the house and my job isn't really stressful, but again, I am a massage therapist. So I'm constantly dwelling in the spaces of energy as far as like giving energy to others and receiving um, energy from them while I am touching them. So once I get home from work, I'm usually sitting in the car for like 10 or 15 minutes and I'm just taking that time. I'm doing deep breaths or I'm just observing what's taking place outside. Sometimes I'm engaged in conversations and enjoying that. And that's like a relief for me to be able to just talk and let out what's taking place in my life with the person that I'm speaking to. So usually I allow myself 10 to 15 minutes before coming in the house because I want to come in with a clear mind and a clear heart. So I'm not taking anything that happened at work or any interactions with other people into my home and giving that to my children so uh let's see and i love the word so and i love the word um so y'all please forgive me i'm definitely working on that uh <laughs> so let's see why is a self-care plan essential um and it is because it's essential because it allows you to take a deep look at your emotional your physical your spiritual your professional your psychological needs like all of these areas in life that we could possibly make some adjustments to we could possibly lean in a little bit more with some extra love and care for ourselves let's see where did i want to go with this next 
uh, talking about like this self-care plan, I read an article not too long ago and there was a comment within the article and I believe it was like on the mindfulness.org website that I found this article and they were talking about self-love being like a radical act of love and I agree with that and mainly I agree with that because self-love or self-care is self-love so you're doing the work and addressing um, the good and the bad parts of you so and when I say well not even good but like the heavy work and when I say heavy I mean like that healing work the shit that really really makes you uncomfortable that we choose to like avoid at times but now would be the time during your self-care needs to lean into those areas and find out why does it make you uncomfortable and that's where the real work comes in when we begin to address those areas of healing and what what does that healing work look like so um I guess let's start talking about how we can build our self-care plan so I like to visualize or look at a self-care plan as like a road map um and identifying my areas of stress or what triggers me and what brings my stress about so the areas that I tend to focus on um, are my home life my family work friends and one that I added in is social media because sometimes social media can be triggering as we know many of us have stressful jobs definitely family and friends can be a bit much and um, depending on our home life whether it's the house that we own the apartment complex the people that live in it uh the dogs the neighbors whatever the case may be sometimes or a lot of times that can be stressful so i'll give y'all <laughs> i love to share my personal life here so for me i live in an apartment and um i have a neighbor that's above me and i'm talking about some of the irritating shit that happens in my life so i don't know if dude works overnight or what but like at three o'clock in the morning like i literally can hear the baby like blurring through my wall so just imagine like here i need some shit that i can bop to like huh like at three fucking a.m and this shit goes from like three to six you know so i'll hear that so i'll find something to do from three to six in the morning so that's whether meditating scrolling through the inst instagram facebook or i'll get up and i'll do some work but i'm telling y'all like that is so freaking frustrating for me to know that I have this going on in my life like it makes me want to move at times so that's a home area like I have to find in, instead of ways of me raging and you know lashing out or going to beat his door down or constantly calling the police all the time like I've just figured to kind of like deal with it and I understand that he sleeps during the day and if he does work at night because I believe he does if he sleeps during the day then he's up at night because he's just getting off at work so yeah but I'm telling y'all it can be a bit fucking stressful so once you've identified these areas this is where you like move into the next part of like customizing your self-care plan and the things that i like to look at when customizing my self-care plan um is like figuring out what works for me um how can i redirect my energy when i've become overwhelmed where can i create a safe space and and when i say where can i create a safe space i'm talking about creating a safe space within my home but also creating a safe space with my my friends like who can i turn to and talk to when i become overwhelmed and also having that list of friends that you can turn to is like whoever you need to have on like speed dial and or excuse me not speed dial but your favorites um and have them like reach out to them and let them know like hey today's been an overwhelming day like do you have the emotional capacity to let me vent 
um, or can we sit together or like sometimes I just want to be around my friends so I'll call one of them and be like hey do you mind can we just chill and watch a movie like we don't necessarily have to talk and that possibly can happen as well but like sometimes just being around them helps me release my stress and not focus in on it so let's see the other tool that I like to use is a self-care wheel um, and the self-care wheel refers back to those areas that I was talking about in the beginning as far as your like emotional health your spiritual health your professional life your psychological and your physical spaces in life um, I will post a picture on our Instagram page of what the self-care wheel looks like and on the self-care wheel it gives you things that you can use in those areas so like I want to say in your physical a massage could be something that you do um and your spiritual I don't know if you maintain an altar or sitting down and speaking with your ancestors or burning sage like those things could be done for um spiritual or taking a spiritual bath those things could be looked at as far as like your spiritual self-care your spiritual practices so yeah those are some of the things that I like to add and the next thing is like looking at any barriers so when I say barriers that's like things that prevent you from fulfilling your self-care necessities or your needs or your task like getting these things accomplished um what is stopping you so when you think of like this particular activity that you want to do and you feel like you might not be able to get it done what would that barrier be like what is blocking you from that and once you figure that out then you need to make the shift of how you can make that work for you my last tip and tool would be to once you have completed and built your self-care plan share your self-care plan with your friends or your loved one your mate your partner your mom if she's someone or your dad or someone that you know does self-care activities with you give this information to them allow them to be a part of your self-care journey so that way they can hold you accountable and by all means you two or three can do these things together like it's it's awesome when you can have someone else to do these activities with but it is also good for your mental to be able to spend time alone and I think I talked about this in episode one maybe maybe not but I used to be in a space where I thought being alone it was scary for me like I didn't like to go out to eat by myself I didn't like to go to the movies by myself I was so used to being codependent on other people that alone time to me was scary so after my breakup <laughs> that's when I realized that it's okay to be alone like it's it's good like even alone and away from my children at times is very much needed and necessary so yeah do some of those activities with your friends if y'all all can you know get together and have that time but if not like be with yourself like the only way you're going to know yourself and your truest self is by digging in deep and really finding out who you are what you like what you love and honoring those things like really taking that time to be of self and love self to your fullest like you'll be amazed at the things that come out when you take this time so I don't want to hold you up too long I hope you have enjoyed your time with me because I definitely enjoy sharing my life and these tips and tools for self-care with you guys so I'm gonna leave you with my favorite saying which is be true be loving and always start from within and this is your girl Mylenia Monet and you're listening to the Nurturing You podcast Thanks for listening to the Nurturing You podcast. 
If you like our show and you want to know more, you can find us on all social media platforms at the Nurturing You Podcast. And oh yeah, don't forget, please leave us a review and check us out next week. Remember, be true, be loving, and start from within.